0: الحمد لله حمداً كثيراً طيباً مباركاً فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضاه أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمداً عبده ورسوله صلوات الله والسلامه عليه أما بعد يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّةُ قَاتِهِ وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ ثُمَّ أَمَّا بَعْدُ يَا عِبَادُ اللَّهُ بِذْنِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى we want to actually continue with a series of classes that we began some time ago. And it was during the sessions that were particular to the sisters. So likewise, this year, as every year, we would like to take some time out to speak directly to our sisters for a number of reasons, many of which are obvious. And that is due to their extreme importance and their extremely important uh, status in society. And because it is a must of all those who have sound intellects to show concern for our sisters because they are indeed our mothers, our grandmothers, our aunts, our nieces, our sisters, so on and so forth. We have to have a tremendous concern for them. And in particular, we want to look at the sister as a wife. Now, as a wife, and we want to look to some of those characteristics that are that are from the characteristics of good wives. Now, of a good wife. So, we want to continue, and this is why you see part three there. Characteristics of a good wife, part three. Now. We continue, we continue looking at some tremendous words of advice and some guidelines presented by the Fadil to shaykh Shaykh Abdul al-Razab bin Shaykh Abdul al-Mahsan al-Abad al-Badr al-Hadr. The Shaykh ta'ala Elsewhere He mentions Tremendous words A tremendous Dua And We have mentioned this before in the past But due to its Importance and due to the tremendous Benefit that is contained therein We would like to mention it again, insha'Allahu ta'ala. And that is the shaykh, he mentions addressing the sisters and speaking to them, he says, طيب <laughs> He mentions, he says that may Allah beautify, may Allah beautify your life, O sisters, with knowledge and with Iman, may Allah beautify your life with knowledge and with Iman, and beautify your time with obedience and ihsan with obedience and doing deeds in the most outstanding and excellent of manners. And beautify your physical bodies with covered, with being covered, by being covered, and with shyness. By being covered and with shyness. And I want the sisters, inshaAllah to reflect upon this because that which was mentioned inside of this tremendous dua, then undoubtedly these are characteristics that a good wife will have. The undoubtedly, these are characteristics that a good wife she will have. Now, Getting into what we want to look at today. Getting into what we want to look at today, the he mentions, and this is and this is important, and I want to, I want to state that. What we are mentioning here as relates to these characteristics of a good wife, these are also characteristics that there's a crossover. Although the focus is on the sisters right now, you will find that these are things that even the man, the husband, he needs to pay close attention to. Even the husband needs to pay close attention to. But Inshallah, ta'ala, the focus now is on the sisters. The husband, they will have their focus in our next class, when we go over yani, some, some of the characteristics or from the characteristics of a good husband. The, the shaykh says, And then from the characteristics of a righteous and pious wife, is what? al الحذر the shaytan rajim is that she has to beware, she has to take caution from the shaytan, the accursed shaytan. She has to take caution from the shaytan. Now, رايح, a person may understand now a little better the previous statement that these are things that are applicable to both the husband and the wife. Naam, they are applicable to both the husband and the wife, but each. They have to beware of the shaytan. Allah subhanahu wa taala informs us about the shaytan. Allah taala, he says, "Inna shaytan alakum aduun, fatakhidhuu Allah wa taala, he says, what means that verily the shaytan is unto you an enemy. So thus take him as an enemy. The shaytan, he is unto us an enemy. So therefore, we are to take him as an enemy. Na'am. So again, the shaytan, ikhwah, he is unto us what? An enemy. So therefore, we are, should take him as a what? An enemy. Na'am. We should take him and treat him like an enemy. Imam al ta'ala, he mentions inside of his, his tafsir. Al-shaitan, al-ladhi huwa aduwukum the shaytan, he is your enemy in reality. Now, The shaytan, he is our true enemy. He is our enemy in reality. So take him as an enemy. Now, So therefore, take him as an enemy. Treat him as an enemy. Eh? So, so that the enmity that you have for Shippon is on your mind It stays on your mind Don't forget it Don't forget that he is the enemy Don't forget that he is out To do you in Don't forget that he is out to ruin The fail Don't forget that he is out to destroy Your happiness Don't forget that he is out to destroy you. The Shippon The Shippon He is the enemy What well, Shippon مَحَمَّتُهُ فِي هَذِهِ الْحَيَاةِ Ifsad. The shaytan, His what is important for him, his mission, his concern, his agenda inside of this life is what? Is to cause corruption. The shaitan, his concern and his agenda is to do what? Is to cause what? Corruption. Na'am. Corruption where? Ifsaaduddin, to cause corruption inside of the religion. Na'am. To cause corruption inside of the religion. Khuluq, and to cause corruption inside of the character. To cause corruption inside of the character. The Prophet he taught us what is the good character. And that which comes in the sunnah of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam this will point is: so what is a good character But the shaitan, what does the shaytan he do? The shaitan he comes and he tries to beautify for us That which is contrary to the sunnah of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Naam That which is contrary to the sunnah of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Naam So it comes to corrupt the character well if and he come to corrupt and destroy the interactions. He comes to corrupt and to destroy the relationships, man. Now we're talking about the sheikh. he's 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 talking to who to who? The wife. Talking about the the characteristics of a good wife. So the relationship here, and we know this is not restricted to just the marital relationship, but the focus here is upon what is upon the relationship between the husband and the wife. The shaykhani comes to do what destroy it. It doesn't come to help it, doesn't come to aid it, doesn't come to assist it, but it comes to destroy it. Well, ifser al it comes to destroy the, the yani the family life. Well, ifser and it comes to destroy and corrupt. The brotherhood and the relationship between the brothers and the brotherhood and the sisterhood. And the destruction of everything that is good. And the destruction of everything that is good, the shaitani comes to destroy it. And every day, the shaitani does what? He sends out his Minions. He sends out his soldiers. Yurusilu Junuda, he sends out his armies. Lit him, Bihadi to establish this what? His objective. And what is the objective of Shaytan? Is to do what? Huh? What happened? To it, it, it cause destruction, right? To cause corruption. Alright, ta'amal, ta'amal ma'i, the shaykh said, ta'amal ma'i, hadha al-hadith, he said, reflect with me over this hadith, which is in Sahih Muslim, min hadith Jabir bin Abdullah, radiyallahu ta'ala anna, anna al-Nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, anna Iblisa, he said, and reflect with me over this hadith which has been narrated on the authority of Jabir bin Abdullah Allah that the Prophet wasallam, he said, verily the he puts his throne upon water. Huh. Now just hearing that part, we're probably already familiar with the rest of the hadith, right? We heard it before, some of us. Huh? Heard it before, right? But he puts his throne upon the water. Then he sends out his Saraya. He sends out his armies. he sends out his armies. For what? He sends out his armies for what reason? To do what? Huh? Cause destruction. To cause what? Separation. To cause what? Corruption. Right? To mess things up. I want you to pay attention to this. Because you see, as 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 wives, now we be talking to the women first and foremost, as wives, you have to understand that you have an individual out there who is trying to destroy your marriage. Now, this is the reality. The Shaytan is trying to destroy your marriage. Every day he sends out his millions to do all kinds of foolishness. And from the objectives that they're trying to do is destroy your marriage. Now. So it's important for you in order to safeguard your marriage to do what? To know that you need to protect it from who? From the shaitan. And how do you do that? By seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the shaitan. You do that by remembering that the shaitan, he's your enemy. That makes sense? Hmm? Make sense? Ah, But... So, He sends out His armies to make corruption. So, He brings them and He draws them near unto Him, in accordance to the one of them who made the most fitna, according to the one of them who made the most corruption. Na'am, according to the one of them who made what the most? Corruption. Naam. One of his soldiers will come. Naam He was saying, I did this and I did that. I did I did this and I did that. And the Shaytban he will say to him, Ma'am so say oh, you ain't do nothing. He come and say, I did this, I did that, say oh, you do nothing. ain't do ahaduhum. And then another one of them, he'll come he and say He will say, I did not leave him alone I did not leave that man alone Until I got him to divorce his wife now I want you to think about all the corruption that there is. Right? This one come and say, I did this, I did that. Shaitan said, man, you ain't do nothing. Another one come I and say, you ain't do nothing. This one come and say, I stayed on his neck, I stayed, yani, yeah, in, in this situation, I stayed upon him until I got him to divorce his wife. Then what happens? Uh, the Prophet Sallallahu me, goes on and he says, then what? مِنْهُ Then the shaitan, he draws this one close to him. He brings him near. Remember, the ones that get nearer to him is in according to the one who does the most evil, the one who does the most corruption, the one who causes the most destruction. So when this one says what well, he says, he got a man to divorce his wife, this one is drawn near unto the shaitan, which is an indication that what? That what he did was the greatest. What? Corruption. Greatest, greatest, what? Destruction. The greatest, and he, uh, fitna. Naam. ni'ma ant. And then he says, You, how good are you? How good are you? Naam. So he draws, he brings them near keeps him close. Na'am. A ila sadri. And he brings him close, he keeps him like close to his chest. Keeps him close to his chest. And this was for the one who did what? He destroyed? What did he destroy? Huh? He destroyed the husband and wife. He destroyed what? The marriage. He destroyed the marriage. Right? He destroyed the home. Now, how many of us, or in particular sisters, how many of you will take and be very concerned, right? Because sheolblin they come in human form as well. Sometimes you have sheolblin from humans. That shephon or shephana that comes and they try to destroy the marriage, the, the wife will be very vigilant and say, and say what this woman trying to destroy our marriage. And you'll find i will be the focus of her attention And her caution Trying to safeguard this woman from Interfering in their marriage Trying to keep this woman away from what? Her husband Right? Right or wrong? Likewise, flip side If something was like that with the brothers we would be, be the same way Trying to keep this, this man away Keep him out of here Get away from us This is on and so forth nah. But Remember You have an enemy The Shaytan, That he sees you But you can't see him Remember? You have an enemy that he sees you, but you don't see him. So this is why you'll find it stressed so much inside of the Sunnah of the Prophet wasallam on so many different occasions that we are to seek refuge And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the shaytan. That we are to seek refuge in Allah jalla wa'ala from the shaytan. There are many examples of this. One example. One example of this is before we have relations with our families, then it is from the sunnah to make dua so the sunnah to make dua right bismillah allahumma jannibna shaytan wa al-shaytan ma razaqtana ta owl bismillah oh allah keep the shaytan away from us and keep the shaitan away from that which you provide us with. Na'am. Making dua unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, uh, to protect us from the shaitan. And this is before what? Before man lays down with his wife. Many examples. Many examples from the sunnah of Mustafa where we are to seek refuge in Allah from the Shaytan. Alakul getting back to the hadith. So inside of this hadith, the crown and the uh what do you say? The prestige and everything, it went to that shaytan from the shaitan that destroyed the marriage between this man and his wife. So now there is someone out to destroy your marriage sister, and that is the shaytan. There is someone out to destroy your marriage brother, and that is the shaytan. So that means that we have to be vigilant, and we have to stick to the guidance of the Prophet as it relates to seeking refuge in him from the shaytan. Oh, you see refuge, excuse me. Seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the shaytan. وَهُنَا تَحْتَاجُ الصَّالِحَةَ أَن تَتَفَقَّهُ فِي هذا الباب. And from this standpoint, it becomes necessary for the righteous wife to have extremely good understanding as relates to this topic. To have extremely good understanding as relates to this topic. وَإِن هَذِهِ وَكَذَلِكَ زَوْجُهَا And that they understand well and they comprehend well this reality. And they have a concern for this reality. Her and her husband, they have to understand this. وَإِنْ يَعْيَ وَاحِدْ مِنْهُمَا أَنْ عَدُوًا خَفِيًا يَرَاكَ لَا تَرَاهُ مِنْكَ مِنْ عُرُوقٍ وَيَنْفُذَ وَيَمْكُرُ they have to be on their guard from the shaitan. They have to be on their guard from the plots of this shaitan. This shaitan who we cannot see him, but he sees us. He's invisible to us, we can't see him, right? But he sees us. The jinn, they see us. The shaitan, they see us. Man, That shaitan who runs inside of the the veins, who, who runs inside of the veins, that one who he whispers he gives his whispers and his evil suggestions that one who he plots against us that one who he schemes against us Tara all of that he's doing and you' not even you can't even see him you can't see him He puts inside your heart And inside her heart Whispers He whispers to to you And he whispers to her He whispers to you And he whispers to her He whispers to you And he whispers to her He puts between you Problems and difficulties He tries to make between you enmity The shaykhah I want you to reflect upon this, and I want you to remember this. The shaytan, he will try to entice you, he will try to enrage you, he will try to cause corruption between you and between your spouse. So it is incumbent that what? That we understanding this reality, we understanding how the Shaytan will take a situation and try to inflate it, how he will take a situation and make it seem like it's more than what it is, like it's more severe than what it is, and so on and so forth. This is what the Shaytan does. I want you to reflect. Have you ever in your life had an argument with somebody that was a heated argument, that was, yani. subhanAllah, seemed the most, at the time, at the time of the argument, seemed to be over the most, yani uh, uh, severe of issues, seemed to be over the most important of things, and so on and so forth, and you were so serious about it, and it meant so much, and, 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 but then as time goes by, time goes by, and you and that person now talk about it, and you reflect on it, and you realize what, we was arguing over what? Huh? Nothing. Has that ever happened to you? Has that ever happened to you? Huh? And you say, SubhanAllah, what was you be so mad about? I don't know. Nothing. It turns out to be nothing because nothing meaning something so insignificant, you're like, SubhanAllah, it's nothing. Right? The toast got burnt. Next thing you know, you want to break a divorce. Why? <laughs> right? The shaitan. This is not to say that there may not be some underlying issues that are there. That's that's topic for another time. You know what I'm saying? And then it blows over because the there issues that were never addressed, grievances that were never articulated, and so on and so forth, that person holding and holding and holding and holding in. But the point that I want to take away from this, and I want you to take away from this, is that what? Is that it is the shaitan that utilizes these things as ammunition to cause these blow ups. You understand? Because the shaitan, he whispers. The shaitan, he whispers. And the shaitan, he whispers. He tries to blow the situation up. So as spouses who understand that we are under this attack, we have to do what? We have to show restraint. We ourselves, we have to show restraint. Now. And from that is that we have to remember to seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the shaytan. That makes sense? Huh? Now, we know ourselves, we know ourselves, but how often in the thick of the argument do we remember to seek refuge in Allah from shaytan? Now, I'm saying in the thick of the argument. Sometimes in the beginning, in the beginning, we might remember, right? In the beginning, you might remember. Sometimes, all the way at the end, after so much damage is done, we might remember. But I mean, in the thick of it, how many times do we remember to say rajeem. But this is something that we have to be mindful of because this is a, this is a weapon that is needed for us to preserve our marriages, right? And سليمان بن سرط قال, on the authority of سليمان بن سرط he said استدبى رجولاني عند النبي صلى الله he said that while we were with the prophet صلى while we were with The prophet sitting. There were two men who start verbally abusing one another. Two men start verbally abusing one another while we were sitting with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. One of them was verbally abusing. His 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 counterpart, his brother, so much got him so mad that his face turned red. Got him so mad his face turned red. The the Prophet, وسلم, he said, "Inni la a'lamu rajim." The Prophet ﷺ he said that verily I know a statement that if he were to say it, that which he that that which his wisdom will leave that anger it'll go away it'll leave right if he were to say اَعُوذُ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الْرَّجِيمِ if he were to say this then that anger it'll go away it'll go away if he were to seek refuge in Allah from the accursed Shaytan then that anger will go away Na'am. <laughs> So those that were there in the presence, they, they said unto the man, they said to him, he said, Don't you hear what the what the Prophet is saying? Huh? Don't you hear what the Prophet is saying? Meaning telling this is an indication to him to what you better listen to what the Prophet is saying, you better you better seek Allah from the Shaykh. So the man he said, Paul. Inni less to be majnoon. Yeah, another way say I'm not crazy, like yeah, I heard it. I'm not crazy. naam Hadith Raw Bukhari. The Shahid, the takeaway from this is that what? Is that we have to we have to remember to seek refuge in Allah from the Shaytan, And in particular, when we become angry. In a particular, sister, when you become angry, seek refuge in Allah from the shaytan. Naam. Seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the evil. Naam. Shaka bin Humayd radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, قلت يا رسول الله علمني دعاء. bin Humayd radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, I said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, teach me a dua teach me a supplication qul the prophet said qul you say allahumma inni a'udhu bika min sharri sam'i wa min basari wa min sharri lisani wa min sharri qalbi wa min sharri maniyyi ay farji rawahu abu dawood wa sahahu al-bani he said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, teach me a teach me a dua, teach me a supplication. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, You say, O oh Allah, verily I seek refuge in you from the evil of my hearing, and the evil of my sight, and from the evil of my tongue. Why am I saying this? Because these are the type of adi'iyah, of, 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 these are the type of supplications that we should be saying inshallah ta'ala. These are the type of things that we should uh, beseech Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to safeguard us from. And I want you to reflect upon the meanings that come inside of this du'a and reflect upon the problems that take place between a wife and between the husband. O Allah, I seek refuge in you from the evil of my hearing The evil of my sight The evil of my tongue The evil of my heart And the evil of My fluids my Meaning, private parts Meaning, private parts, right? and That's for lack of a better term, uh, fluids You you get it, right? This hadith has been collected by Abu Dawood And greater as authentic by Al-Albani. What I want to focus, want you to focus in on right here is remember how the shaitan tries to escalate a situation. Take something small, escalate it, blow it up into something that it do not need to be. But I want you to think what is the greatest tool by way in which he uses to do this is what? The tongue. Because people, they don't watch what they be saying. Right? Now, sister, I want you to remember. Now, from the characteristic of being a good wife, is that what? Is that you're not reckless with your tongue. You just don't say things. You don't say things that you know is going to be hurtful. You don't say things that you know is going to cause an argument. You don't say things that you know is going to escalate an argument. That you don't say things that will will be disrespectful or come across as disrespectful. Now, of course, the, the same goes for the man as well. The same goes for the husband as well. You don't say things that you know are going to be hurtful. You don't say things that you know may come across as being disrespectful or are genuinely disrespectful. So on and so forth. This goes for the man as well. Right? But sister, because we're talking to you today, and brother, understand the flip side applies to you as well. Is that what? Is that you don't have to respond to everything. There are going to be times where Your counterpart is not going to Take the advice Your counterpart is not going to do What he should do in the moment So now, does that give you ground to say Oh, okay, you said that So I'm going to say this No, somebody has to have the cooler head To diffuse the situation Somebody has to remember If everybody forgets, then what? You remember once you divorced? Now you're in Iddah, then you remember Oh, subhanAllah now you want to talk about it? Now that you're in Eda, you want to talk about, it? huh? Or do you want to stop it from getting to that level? Or do you want to stop it from 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 reaching that point? That makes sense, huh? That makes sense. Now, of course, brothers and sisters, I, I'm really and I want and, I, and I'm pausing now to say this: is that what we are human beings? This is this is not no, you know, fairy tale. You know what I'm saying? Disney story. 'Cause that's what Shaitan, you see. That's what Shaitan. Now, because when you have these unrealistic expectations, this is what you're looking for—a fantasy. When you don't see the fantasy. Oh, I'm, I got I to, you know, I got to go find my fantasy, right? There's no such thing as what they say, happily ever after. No, it's going to be problems. You're going to have your ups and the downs. Your good days, your bad days. You're going to have days where you want to be around a person all day. You're going to have days where you don't want to see the person. But we have to learn that what not everything necessitates divorce. You understand? Surah rahmatullah Raḥmātillāhi, he mentioned. He said, divorce is like amputation. It's the it's, it's the final it's the final uh, medical treatment. Divorce is like what amputation. It's the final medical treatment. You don't go because you get a splinter in your finger and say, "I got a splinter. Just chop, just chop that part right there off for me." You don't do that, do you? That's the last resort. Even when it's gangrene and it's it smells nasty, horrible, you still be trying to. There's got to be something we can do. There's there's no antibiotic on the on the planet going to help. It got to be something. You really got to chop it off. You understand? Divorce is even more detrimental upon you than what they're chopping off your finger. Now when you have to do it, then you have to do it. There's certain situations where you have to do it and that's what you're supposed to do. But is that every situation? Right? Now I want you to think about this. And I'm saying this because in general, yeah, the people here, they have a horrible... And I don't mean here, like here, Queens, what I'm saying. I don't mean that. I'm talking in general, the Americans, right? They have a horrible yeah, uh, uh, divorce rate. It's horrible. And I don't mean the Americans like Kufar. Forget them. I ain't talking about them. Forget them. I mean the Muslims. I mean the Muslims. Na'am? How many Muslims have married so many times? Now, of course, this will vary from demographic to demographic and so on and so forth. It's not as bad here as it is then to the end of it. But the point is, is that what we have to exhibit and we have to display maturity. Not every single thing result in divorce. That's it, I'm done. Why? For what? Huh? that which helps to escalate a situation is what? Is the tongue. People feel, oh I gotta say, you said something, I'ma say something. No, you don't have to say something. You have to learn to control yourself. If you are going to say something and say, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ Seek refuge in Allah from the Shaytan. Like the poet he said, لَيْسَ this is, it's not all the time. Sometimes you got to say what you got to say and that's just the reality. But a lot of the times you find that what? Not every statement requires a response. And many times and often The response for what you don't like Is just to be quiet Right Many times the response of what you don't like Is just no, I'm not going to say nothing I'm going to let that one go It don't make sense for me to say something Right why Because you saying something is only going to do what You tell me What's it going to do Huh It's going to escalate What's another way we can say it's gonna do what? Open the door for the Shaitan. Open the door for Shaitan. What else is it gonna do? Make it worse. It's gonna make it worse. So what's the point of saying it? What's the benefit in saying it? Hmm? What's the benefit of saying it? There is no benefit in saying it. So because there's no benefit in saying it, because it's not gonna make the situation better, because it's not gonna de-escalate the situation, because it's not gonna stop the argument, then you're better off doing what? Just don't say anything Just don't say anything Now, It is incumbent that we learn this level of maturity And to learn that that one That's going to be egging you on No, say it No, no, but you got to say it No, don't hold this one in You better say that You better better respond Is who? Who's the one that eggs you on to that? Is who? Huh? Is it Shaytan? Is it Shaytan? Is it Shaytan your friend? No So, why should you take his advice? Should you take his advice? Huh? Should you take his advice? Yes or no? No, why? Because he's your enemy. (laughs) Right? It it seems to be so simple, right or wrong. You don't take your enemy's advice. Your enemy is not your confidant. He is your enemy. So don't take the advice. Another poet, he said, <speaking in foreign language> he said how He said, save God your tongue, O you human being. Protect your tongue, watch what you're saying, watch what you say, watch what you say, O human being. He said, don't get stung because verily your tongue is a snake. Verily your tongue is a snake. Don't get bit by your tongue. How many times we get bit by our own tongues? We say things that hurt us. Right? How many times we say things that end up being bad for us? We say things that end up ruining things for us. We hurt ourselves with what? With our own what? Huh? Tongues. He said, don't get stung because really your tongue is a snake. He said, how many graves are filled with people that got killed because of their tongue? Saying stuff that even the strong and brave ones was too scared to say. Now, even the strong brave ones, they, they, they weren't going to say that. But yet, graves are filled with people who what? Who just had to say it. Now reflect. They say how many graves are filled with people that got killed because of their tongue? How many marriages is done because of the tongue? How many marriages? How many marriages done because of the tongue? How many people get remarried after they had a blow-up, got divorced, whatever, and then some time goes by and they get back together because they realize, subhanAllah. Right? Almost as if they're saying, what, well, we got divorced for no real reason. Whatever happened really didn't necessitate that. So let's do what? Let's try it again. You understand? Why go through all of that? Be patient. Watch your tongue. Watch what you're saying. Now, These things are of tremendous importance for the... Muslim man and the Muslim wife, we have to watch our tongues, we have to watch what we say to each other, we have to have self-control because the shaytan, yes, the shaytan is trying to destroy your marriage. The shaykh goes on, he mentions, he says, وَلِهَذَ well, sunnah السُنَّةِ ta'hsin minhu." He said, so therefore you find the sunnah comes with things that will safeguard and protect us from the shaytan. Yeah, he دخول البيت. He brings some examples. He brings some examples. And it's not restricted, but it brings some examples. When we enter in our house, we عندا And when he's with his family, we the طعام. And when he is eating, we the And when he's mad, when he's mad, like the hadith we saw before, right? Right? But We had to. Be mindful of, 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 of our enemy, the shaitan. And from being mindful about our enemy is that we stay consistent upon the du'a. We stay consistent upon the supplications. Now I mean, in particular, as we as relates to this particular topic, those supplications that protect us from the shaitan. Now, so from the characteristics of a good wife is that she will give concern to these narrations and she will learn about these narrations. She will learn these 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 supplications and utilize them properly. Uh, now, likewise with the brother. Likewise with the brother, you got to do the same too. Now, and from these and from these, then I want you to I want you to think about this. Shaitan again. Shaitan is who? He's our what? He's our enemy. Is he our friend? Huh? No, is he our ally? No, is he our confidant? No, does he want good for us? No, but rather he wants to do what? He wants to do what? He wants to manipulate and misguide. Manipulate, and misguide. What else? Huh? Destroy, what else? Corrupt, so on and so forth. He wants to destroy us. Naam, Think about this. Anjabin bin Abdullah, Rabbi Allah Ta'ala, Anhuma, Annahu Semi Annabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Yapool, Either Dahala Rajul, Either Dahala Rajul, Beitahu, Fadakar Allah, Inda Dukhulihi, Wayne the Taamihi, Paul as Shaytan, Lama Beita Lakum, Wala Asha. He said that when a man enters into his house, if he remembers Allah, if he enters into his house, and when he steps in his house, he say, Bismillah. When he goes in his house, he remembers Allah. And when he eats, he remembers Allah. Then the shaitan says, You have no residency for the night, and you have no dinner. You have no residency for the night, and you have no dinner. عند دخوله قال الشيطان أدركتكم المبيت وإذا لم يذكر الله عند طعام عند طعامه قال أدركتكم المبيت والعشاء أخرجه مسر He said but when when he said, but if the man goes into his house or the individual goes into the house and they don't say بسم الله then the shaytan says يعني to the other shayateen he says you all have found Residence, you all have found residence. And if you don't mention Allah by saying Bismillah when you eat, then the Shaytan says, "Adarak tum." The ulema they point out, they point something out. They point something out. They say that in this narration, we understand what that the Shaytan is telling a group. A group, right? How many? Allahu a'lam But more than one It's telling them what? You have found a place to sleep for the night And you have found dinner So it's not just that one shayatian Or one shayatian, excuse me Is coming inside the house and eating with you But it's what? It's plural Coming inside your house and eating with you if you do what? If you don't say what? When you enter, you supposed to say what? Huh? Bismillah. When you eat, you supposed to say what? Bismillah. If you go inside your house and you don't say bismillah, then the shaitan tells them other shayateen, Allahu alam, how many they are, what? You all have found a place to rest for the night. Come on, y'all spend the night here. shaitan is who? Our enemy. He's your enemy. You want to give your enemy a place to sleep for the night? Huh? He's your enemy if you don't say bismillah when you eat what happens the shayateen they come and do what huh they eat with you you want you you, you want to feed your enemies no the point is is that we understand this. So we have to be vigilant upon uh, yani applying the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam as it relates to these matters and these affairs that protect us from the shaytan. We have to be vigilant. It's not just saying, yes, we know shaykhana is an enemy. I said, no, you have to apply apply the sunnah. Act upon the sunnah by making these supplications, so on and so forth. This is important. Because look, at the end of the Fair, it's of no benefit for us to come and have the likes of these sittings just so we can say I was there. I heard I was there. No. The point of this is that what is many things from them? A reminder. From them, perhaps we learn something new. From them to try to increase and enrich our understanding. For what purpose? For what reason? Why are we doing all this? Why are we sitting here? Why are we come here? For what? It's to do what? Huh? Huh? To Allah. Nah I'm to worship Allah, but you, you, you want you on the right way. Naam to worship Allah. But that means what? Worshiping Allah means what? That we act Naam. sentum. That we act upon what we learn. You have to act upon it. Rabbi is in the nah, May Allah increase us in knowledge. But the purpose of learning is to do what? Is to is to act. It's to, it's, it's to put it into practice. It's to live in accordance to it. So these things are important. I don't want us to, to walk away and to yani you know, and then that's it. No, but rather I want you to walk away and feel encouraged now to go to the books of hadith and go to those chapters which speak about yani you know, protecting uh, yani you know, uh, those 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 hadith that, that 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 are supplications asking Allah to protect us from this and that. Then in particular, what? The shaitan. Learn about these things. Now, Learn these things. The dua you say when you leave your house and the benefits that come along with that from the shayateen not bothering you, leaving you alone and so on and so forth. What you recite before you go to sleep. Now, So on and so forth. I want you to walk away and this is your focus. Because from the characteristics of a good wife is that this is her focus. Is that what? Is that she is on her caution. She is on guard from the shaitan so likewise the care from the characteristics of a good husband is that he takes caution and he is on guard from the shaytan this is just yani, a small reminder that i wanted to remind myself and you all with with Nilahi ta'ala and I encourage each and every one of you to continue to go and to spend some time with these supplications and to learn them, to go over them, the ones you already know, go over them again, review them, uh, teach them to the, your, your household and make sure that they are upon them. This is of extreme importance because all of us, we have to be on our guard from the Shabbat وأسأل الله تعالى أن يوفقني وإياكم you are a person who is a person وان يجعلنا من من اذا أعتيا شكر وذبتولي صبر واذا اذنب استغفرا فان هؤلاء ثلاث عنوان السعاده وان يجعلنا من الذين يستمعون قولا فيتبعون احسنا فنتفي بهذا القدر وصلى وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين وجزاكم الله خيرا